an hour going. Okay, this hi. is it. This is it. This is the Monday. This is a podcast. This is Monday Mass, and this is our new big clock. Dude. We talked about this last week, but it's too big to go anywhere. And last week we filmed an episode, just didn't post it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Just, you know, filling up the, yeah. filling up the memory. Okay, I, um, turn that microphone off for now. Okay. Because when we turn that microphone on, we're going to have a special guest. Oh, my God. What happened? Just click it. Yeah. Set it and forget it. Okay, now now how you doing? Hey. I Does made Todd do some audiovisual work for us. Does that sound us. good? Sounds great. How, how about now? Oh, my God. It's, it's awesome. Ah, oh, this, this is, is Monday, Monday Mass. This is it. It's Monday. It's Monday. We're, we're on. What we're, is it? We're April here. 18th? We're ish. present. It's April 18th. We will be having a special guest come, and maybe. you're not going to believe it. Is it a maybe or for sure? This person's coming. They're coming all the way from Latvia. Mm-hmm. That's a hint. Mm-hmm. That way, if they don't show up, your friends from Latvia, they'll be upset. Can but we're good. We're excited. It's Monday. It's a beautiful day. Spring break. What are some it's other things happening. from Latvia that you know of? Um, there's a there's a, a cake that I know about from Latvia. Uh, it's like a bread. <laughs> it's a, I don't know anything else from Latvia besides this person. Okay. But when this person comes in, we'll ask them about uh, Latvian try to stuff. S- try to sell us on their country. Well, just, you know, I'd like to I'd like to know more about Latvia because from what I have here, it's a pretty awesome place. Uh, this is the, uh, the world's best action sports podcast, and it's also an action sports podcast about nothing, which you will hear about in the next hour or so. Sometimes when we talk to somebody, though, it's something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Depends on what the subject matter yeah. is. It's, it's def- this podcast is definitely not important. It's not it's not uh, pressing. Like if you have something else to do, I would do that <laughs> instead of listen. We're 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 like you know like when the waiter brings your filet mignon steak and it's perfect, and then there's like parsley. Right. Like no one's gonna. You don't need the parsley. But it, you're happy it's there. You're glad it's there. Sometimes people eat the parsley on like a dare. I eat the parsley actually. You have to be really. So you're hu- saying we're the parsley of podcasts. Yeah. Some people really like listening to this podcast, and to to them, thank you. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. Okay. Uh, Should we do the sponsor plugs? Big sponsor plugs. So thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Todd, that's a joke we use every time. It really is. Yes, it is. Let me help you out here. Pedal Electric. Pedal Electric. Uh, I've recently kitted my bike out with lots of accessories and attachments. Yes. I have a surfboard rack on there. I've got a sweet basket for for bringing home things the and bacon. bringing stuff to the beach and such and so forth. And that bike, man, oh, man, does it like to gobble down a hill. Oh, wow. I mean, we got some powerful bikes here. Pedal.electric on Instagram, at pedal.electric. If you have any serious questions that you'd like to ask Todd or I, just DM us. We will get yeah. back to you and tell you all about these awesome bikes. We would not... Talk about them so much if they weren't so awesome, but they are so awesome. Yeah, they're pretty bitching. That we love talking about them, and we will talk to you in private about it as much as you want. We might even have a code. I don't know. You're going to have to wait and see. DM us for details on it at pedal.electricbike. Hershey Supply Co. is um, um, a What's your next trip? I'm going to Mount Bachelor on Wednesday. Okay. Bend, Oregon. I will be bringing my Hershey Supply Co. independent 
uh, duffel bag. Are you going big bag? Well, yeah, because I got to bring skateboard and all kinds of stuff. I okay. never know what's going to be coming at me. You got to bring all your action all stuff. My stuff. And then I'm as soon as I come back from there, then I go to Mexico on my surf trip. So you're going to double. You're going to pack for snow. Come home, unpack for surf. I've kind of already started Damn. to pack for the surf trip because I'm really excited for it that much. That is the tightest. Mm-hmm. Beneath Apparel at BN3TH Apparel on the gram. What more can you say other than these are the world's greatest underwear? They're radically comfortable, radically uh, breathable, movable. Everything about them is just radically impressive. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot of times where you put on a pair of underwear and you think, oh my gosh, my life just got better. That's what happens when I put them on. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming the same for you because I never see you without them. Not that I see you in your underwear a lot, but... Whenever I see you, you're always wearing beneath the barrel, right? It's, a, it's as if an angel has come down, and is, and instead of underwear, you have the the hands of an angel, yes. um, um, you know, supporting you. You know, like when you reach down and you pick someone up between their uh, between their legs like that, and you carry them around. Like it's a, not, it's, it's not like that, but it doesn't in a good really, way. Yeah, I'm getting my coffee. You go ahead and talk about. Okay, Nanocraft. who else? Where? Are, okay, Nanocraft CBD at Nanocraft CBD on the gram. Nanocraft CBD for all of your CBD needs. I take it every single night in order to make myself fall asleep and to reduce inflammation in my body because I am an inflamed moron. I'm an inflamed moron. We have a code for that, MASS20 at checkup. Bubs Naturals at Bubs Naturals. Do you like collagen, collagen, collagen. MCT, <laughs> brain oil? Love it all. All kinds of stuff. Well, you can uh, pick up all your fun and excite. I'm popping. My, I use it every single day. My peas are day. popping. Your peas are popping? Bubs Naturals at Bubs Naturals on Instagram. Hanson Surfboards. What are you doing? Are you going back? No, I was just looking for your uh, pea pops. I just felt like it. Okay, Hanson Surfboards. At Hanson Surfboards on Instagram. I was just there. I was just there they had Easter on sale. Friday. Yeah, big sale. Uh, I went and caressed a few surfboards. There's nothing like going into the surf shop and just, you know, like. Mm. I don't think I could buy off a rack. Ever? Mm-mm. Oh, my gosh. Buying off a rack is the best. Yeah, but it's such a gamble. How is it a gamble? For me. It's way more of a gamble to order a custom board than to buy off a rack. I don't know. Because whatever you ordered is what you're getting. Mm-hmm. You can go to the rack and there's eight different boards. Put them under your arm. You're like, okay, that's the one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You've ever ordered a board and it comes back and you're like, I ordered it wrong. Yeah. Or the um, the shaper just writes as as you're telling him like, oh, what what was the shape that you want? What what size did you want? I made it. Oh, my own. A nineteen and a quarter by two and a quarter. Yeah, that's totally what this is. Oh, nineteen and a quarter. quarter. What did Todd say he wanted on his board? Nineteen and a half. Yeah. Exactly. Anyways. Um, well, there's lots more. I mean, there's surfboards, wetsuits, everything you want. And you can get it on, if you buy online, you can uh, use the code MASS10. That's and true. you get 10% off of your online order. It gets delivered straight to your house. You won't be able to caress surfboards, but what you will be able to do is get stuff sent to your house and you get 10% off. Panic and coffee and tea. I got it in this KPBS mug. See, I, went, I, I like to, uh, Earth Day is coming up, and so I'm trying to use my uh, metal and ceramic more than paper mm. so there you go yeah i had a uh, panic and coffee and tea. i think i went to panic and twice a day every single day last week that's yeah that's not that's what i do every day that's normal right yeah, that's normal yeah well it feels good to me you online yeah. you online that is our home that like is also a place that. where you can go to find all kinds of fun music and 
interesting podcasts and things to keep you up to date with what is cool in pop culture. That's right. You know, everybody wants to live in Southern California, but if you really want to know what it's like to live in Southern California, you can go to youonline.com and kind of just immerse yourself, soak it all in, because they're a great representation of what it's like to live down here. I'm mm-hmm. looking outside right now, and I don't want to be uh, at work in my office. I want to be at the beach. Speaking it's of lovely out there. At the beach. Chris, are you aware that it is almost beach season and your beach bod needs to oh, be cranking? Yeah. I am well aware. I'm doing push-ups and sit-ups every day. I'm trying to get that beach bod back. Well, at New Greens that? on Instagram, New Greens will help you get there. If you hate eating a salad because it takes too much time. I are love you, salad. Are you just like can't really find the time and day to eat your vegetables and and uh minerals better yet eat your vegetables and salad and do your new greens you're going to be twice the person you were before that's right from what i from what i have learned myself eating salads and drinking my new greens and shaking it up for those of you that don't have time if you don't have time to go like this um i'm uh, for those of you not watching on youtube i'm mimicking uh i'm acting i'm eating a salad mm-hmm. if you'd like to drink your salad I love to drink my salad. At, At New, New Greens. Greens. And we have a code? Mass 20. 20% off your online purchase. Adventure.io. This is awesome. Adventure.io is a place where you can uh, tag along on other people's adventures for money. You know, the cool thing about Adventure.io that I've, that I've learned is if you go on a family vacation, let's say, or just a vacation by yourself with your partner, whatever, you go to a new, let's say you're coming to... Encinitas, mm-hmm. you're going to Huntington Beach, you're going to Hawaii, wherever you go on vacation, you can look on your Adventure IO app and there's most likely going to be something totally unique, something new, something awesome for you to do, either just oh you God. or your whole I family. Just had the most incredible idea. Okay, go, hit me with it. So let's say that you're, you know, okay. you know you have your Airbnb or VRBO, like you want to like, you, yeah. know, you can make a little money off renting out your house. What if like you're going on vacation? And you just advertise a slot on your vacation for a stranger to come, and they will pay for most of your vacation. See, that right there is a great idea. And a lot of the things that you can do on Adventure.io are vacation-style kind of fantasy things. Mm-hmm. But like you just have a stranger come. Like That's you just fine. advertise it on. So like a stranger's like, oh, Disney World? I Let's guess go. I, I guess I'd go with like the Smiths. The Richards is right. I want to go no, to share, Baker share, with the Richards. We just share. Everyone shares a room. We get to know that person. Perfect. Yeah. Well, uh, Adventure IO, that's your spot. Uh, those are our sponsors. Also, want to thank Jerry hell, and the crew yeah. at DieCutStickers.com. And this is kind of cool. If you want to get in on the bumper sticker business like we are in, then you can go to DieCutStickers.com, create your sticker, anything you want. And you put in the code MASS15 to get 15% off. I mean... MASS15! 15% off. Diecutstickers.com. Ridiculous ideas. I know. This is where... You just put them on a bumper sticker. When, yeah, when you're like with your crew and you're going, Oh my gosh, best idea for a sticker. You're all, You guys, I got the best idea for a sticker. I don't, Usually those things just fall out. To the wayside, but now you can. But with diecutstickers.com, you can immortalize yeah. them. How, how come I haven't seen your? You put many of the Jerry ones up. I'm in a starting. world full of Jerry's, be a George. I'm starting. We've been putting the um, 
was my nickname in high school. Right? Yeah. There are some pretty good locations for those. Was my nickname in high school was was pretty good. And if you have some signs around your town that are need some help, right. need an add-on. Mm-hmm. So far, the best ones of Open Trench. Open Trench was good. They what took it mine? off. Close out the back door. They took the Open Trench one off. They did. Yeah, they didn't like that. Well, it's kind of like a very low-key kind of subtle vandalism, which I... I like because you're not right. hurting anyone per se. Right. We're like the Banksy of bumper stickers. You just put a sticker, and if they don't like it, they can take it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And we will have shirts and stuff, and hats, and a reorder. We'll have of that. stuff coming. We'll have that stuff. Tell me about Easter at the Richards <clears throat> household. Um, well, this year I just had a stomach egg. That's it. Yeah. Just ate eggs. Oh, I. <laughs> can you he just, just ate eggs. I got a stomach ache. I need some eggs. My family was out of town. I was alone on Easter. You know, yeah. So that's cool, though. Just because you're walking of, around, got a lot of work done. You know, <laughs> yeah, right. He has risen. What did you do? What, what kind of work did you do? Yard I just, work. I just rose. Yeah, you just walked around the house. Yeah, nice. People get really offended on Instagram when you um, when you make parodies of of Easter with Why? like maybe like a zombie Jesus or like the egg from Aliens. I think that stuff's hilarious. No, people don't like that. People get really did you, what'd you sensitive. put up that people got, uh, got sensitive about? Uh, just like religious ha- people. There's like a hand coming out of the ground with a bunch of Easter eggs around it. Yeah. And did said, somebody actually message you? Like, how yeah, dare you? Yes. Yeah, right. I did. I had to take it down. Why? Because it was weird. You got religious shame. I know. Speaking of religious shame, do you? Th- okay, so that is so, so dumb. Also in. Uh, I know you guys all tuned into this podcast for like controversial religion talk, but did you see that thing on, um, it was kind of on social media this weekend with like, like I, I am not a fan of organized religion at all. Let me get nope. that out there. Um, if, if a whole, Pedo tr- protectors. if a whole church group broke out into fucking song on my airplane, oh my God, I would want okay, to, yeah. I would want to murder people, but apparently some like a whole like a church. This was a video that was yeah. on Instagram of a guy walking up and down the aisle. It wasn't just a guitar. guy. It was like like their whole church groups broke into fucking song well, maybe on the plane. If maybe they, oh oh I so are these two different jokes? things? No, I'm. It's the same thing, right? I don't know. So the whole plane started singing a, like uh, a Christian yeah, song Christian or song. Catholic song, what? whatever it was. But and then I guess like I know there was some stuff in like a kind of a political thing this morning but my buddy pierre our friend pierre Whitbury, yeah was like huh that's pretty stupid what if everyone started uh singing um uh what if a bunch of muslims started singing on the plane well uh, the um ilan orma aman yes that's what uh, i'm talking about she uh, said that senator today in the yeah. news or whatever which is so true yeah fucking a oh so i i Here's my witty comeback mm. on Twitter or whatever. I was like, oh, this is why God invented um, headphones, noise canceling headphones. Mm-hmm. And somebody answered back, God didn't invent those, a human did. <laughs> like, dead serious. See, people are really, really like, this, now you're wondering why someone like sent me a fucking nasty message about like what did they i want to know what they said no they just were have some respect it's it's something 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 for died for our sins and i'm like you're yeah, like not my sins i, yeah, I don't believe like, in that like, shit which one yeah which which fucking god you don't fucking know look it definitely i wasn't white i'm sure a lot of uh people out there listening or have different religions i respect your right to believe and i would never tell you not to believe because that's your thing 
flying spaghetti monster. But what I'm saying is don't start singing on planes because right. that's scary Mainly to me. That's I feel offended even, and scared. Even when the Southwest people start going into their shtick, like they turn their like seatbelt um, talk into like a stand-up routine. Which is great. No, it's not. Uh, not, not great. I want to... You just want to... I want to jump out the window. It's not funny. I want you to <laughs> be as vanilla... Take it serious on a plane. Right? Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't... Like, they're giving I you... I did the whole... I did all the whole, like, yeah, religious they're, thing. They're giving you instructions on what to do if you... In the event of a fucking... Like, the most terrifying event ever. And they're making it... Fun! We got two exits on the side! Those are next to the fat guy sitting next to you! Waka, waka, waka! Like, no. Fucking take it seriously because, you know... Yeah. I don't know. Like, hope you guys had fun in Vegas. I know we did. We are hung over. You're like, no, you're not. Fly the plane. Right. Help me. I'm anyway, supposed to listen to you. That's just my rant, yo. Yeah. I mean, I don't like. Look, like I said, nothing you, is exempt. You're free to from, believe what from, you want to believe. Yeah, you can believe what you want to believe, but nothing is exempt from um, criticism and yeah and ridic and ridicule. Well, if everyone else, if everyone can post what they want to post, I want to be able to post it. I want to post freedom of speech. But yeah, Elon. And here's another thing about <laughs> burning books. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it when people burn books. So what do we have wow, in surf news? Wow, this is, super, this is have, like we, we CNN some, Max some, news. We have some great surf news. Oh, we got some We got some stuff going up. We do have a special guest coming right there. Surf news soon. is brought to you by... Hanson surfboards. Oh my If you gosh. enter Mass Ten at checkout, you get ten percent of your online order. Who's my that? dad's calling? Okay, should I pick it up? Well, has he seen any movies? I don't know. This is Chris's dad, everybody. Hi, Dad. You're on the Monday Mass podcast. How's it going? Pretty good. How are you? Doing good. Happy Monday. Um, yeah. We're just calling. Uh, or you call? You called me, but I also wanted to know: Have you seen any good movies lately? I have not. No movies, no movie Did reviews. you see the Batman? The last one I saw was Sandra Bullock's movie, and it wasn't that good. Oh, the one where she was in the jungle, and, and yeah, she was nude, yeah. and she was, uh, she was nude. Not nude, in, but she, yeah. She was not. She looked pretty good. She was nude, though, right, in the jungle with Chris Pratt? No, not, no, not really. Huh. You never saw, I never saw her nude. Bathing suit? No. She had a bathing suit on. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's okay. It's okay. It's not that good. No, you know, it's yeah. actually it's kind of boring. I mean, it was an all right movie. Yeah. It's right. a good, the it's, the scenery is really good on the island. I don't know where they were, but it was a nice area. Okay. I like it. All right. Hey, yeah. Dad, I'm going to call you back after we do this podcast. It's about action sports. It's really about nothing. We're kind of just sitting here talking about nothing. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know why people even like this. I don't know. When's Justin coming back? Um, he's in Fiji, coming back next week. He's been scoring. Oh, next week? Yeah, he's been getting tubed, Dad. Uh, is he really? Oh, yeah, big time. Is that right? Yep. I'll tell you. Oh, he, must uh, be having a, he must be having a blast. Call me later when you can talk. I will. I'll call you later, Dad. I love you. All right. Love You're you, the you too. Best. You're the best dad. I love you, Dad. Do you know how much I, was I just checking. Do you know how much I love it when your dad calls in? I know. Sandra Bullock. Oh, the new Sandra Bullock film. That I feel pretty, like that was a decent review. He said I feel the scenery like, is I good. feel like he's like, you know, when Richard calls in to yeah. Richard's dad calls in to Stern. Yeah. We, we need could, to have your dad call in yeah. more. Should have asked him about hey, Richard, Bell's Beach, the Bell's dad. saga. 
Um, anyway, Big let's get into saga. the surf news. My God, we could probably talk about Bell's <sighs> Beach for four hours. Remember how we were saying in last week's podcast how Bell's is kind of like it's. It's kind of like a big sloppy around here wave. A big sloppy mop. But then, <laughs> but then, just down at Winky Pop, in the Rincon Bowl, right? It seems like it's more like a better wave to surf. I feel like this whole contest had five different contests in it. Oh, and there's all kinds of other crazy shit because going it on started too. last week when we were recording, right? And it's just just finished up on Easter Sunday. I think it's pretty crazy. Uh, congratulations to uh, Philippe, Toledo. Philippe Toledo and Tyler Wright. Tyler Wright your winners. They killed it. That's the good news. That's the good <laughs> news. Um, there's the whole bunch of controversy started in the middle of that event. Yeah. About the remember how we were also talking about in our previous episodes how bad the cut must be to those people that have been trying really hard, and everything hinges on that cut. Yeah. Well, there's a lot to unpack here. So. Let's start with let's start with the cut. Everyone's talking about the cut. So this is where after five events, they're going to cut the field from thirty-four to twenty. Right. For the men, um, they're going to cut it down to twelve for the women. I should know this anyway. They're both savage cuts, but these are both cuts that were agreed to by the surfers and the surfers union before the year started. Right. Mm-hmm. As the year goes on. A lot of the surfers are thinking, wait a second. And this is not like, I don't, these are not just surfers that are under the cut line. There's also surfers above the cut line that say, well, hold on a second. This is not, this is not going to work. Like we don't like this. Half the surfers signed a petition apparently Mm. that said, we don't like this cut. This is not fair. Other half did not sign it. Um, I was reading about this on stab. Great reporting. But by wasn't the way. there like wasn't there things in there that like a lot some things came to light uh, as after they agreed to this uh, the scheduling conflicts between the QS series the Challenger series and the you know and the prize money and all this different stuff started to come into play where people couldn't really pull it anymore. Well, it's basically I think it's a way to for and I'm not. I don't know yet because I haven't seen the cut in effect. Right. Obviously, there's people upset because this is something new or kind of new. This is the second time the WSL has tried a mid-year cut. Um, you know, fa- people are going off online. First time? Yeah, people are going off online. And I, there's a lot of passionate surf fans out there that think they are right or, you know, they, they know how to do it. And, you know, I think there's more power to them. What I was think wrong? Okay, we're just, all talking let me about just it. Ask you, what was wrong with the old way they did it? I feel like it was that was there was excitement because anyone could do anything at any event, right? You know, and you could have the guy that maybe was having a shitty time in the first five events all of a sudden finds his legs and fights his way through the entire event. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of people that kind of peak later on in the season sure. or later on in the year. Um, I think it's a way of so the 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 cut is meant to spotlight the surfers who are surfing the best that season, right? right? And so it's kind of like a playoff thing. But I think the problem for me is is they didn't have an, they, the surfers didn't have enough time 
to earn their spots after five events. It feels like we're just getting started. Mm -hmm. So there is one more event for surfers to get their result, to get up above that 20 cut line. But I think so these surf events are so they're very long, you know, they can be two weeks long. Um, there's a lot of surfers that are just kind of losing in the first couple of rounds anyway. Yeah. So they're trying to basically make it a playoff system where this is my opinion, of course, a playoff system where you've got your normal season and then you make the playoffs. And then when you're in the playoffs, you're fighting for the Super Bowl or the finals. In this case, the Rip Curl WSL Final Five or Final, the Rip Curl WSL Finals, where you have the top five men, the top five women. So basically trying to get to that point and building the excitement all the way to the end, creating a year-long or season-long show. This is, in my opinion, what the WSL is trying to achieve here. Mm -hmm. So... If you're under that cut line and you're off the championship tour for the rest of the year, you got to go back on the QS, the Challenger Series, and all that, which a lot of people are not stoked on doing. Um, I've heard people talk about financial issues, mental health issues, physical health issues. Well, I'm just getting healthy. The year started. I haven't been able to rehab all the way enough to get to my peak, and I'm already off the tour. Right, which sucks. It just seems to me like, you know, there's – we're in this place in, in all these different sports, like, you know, skating, surfing, snowboarding, where we're, we, instead of, you know, taking advantage of the popularity of these sports and expanding, we seem to be narrowing the focus and not making it so that, you know, it's an everybody thing. Right. I, I don't know. It's just, you know, like within snowboarding, it's like, okay, we only have like freaking two super pipes in the whole planet. And then like, you know, with skating, the, you know, we used to have all these different stops at the do tour. Now there's like one do tour and there's like, you know, all these street leagues. Now there's like two street leagues and like, so everything is getting more and more condensed. Of course it's financial, but at the same time, if you're trying to get the next generation to come in and, you know, be a part of it, you're not really widening the lens. It just seems like you're tightening the focus. And it's like, that doesn't help grow things. Like, I, I really don't think, for in my opinion, my casual observer opinion of what the WSL has going on. Sure, the last event they have is, is you know, the final five and your, or whatever. The, yeah, right. that's right. Final, final five, you're gonna do it in one day. Yeah. Okay, that's like the goal. I can see it's like prepackaged for like, we're gonna have a one day surf off, Yada yada yada. That's our Super Bowl day, or right. like the World Series. But is day. that is that the best for the sport? It's exciting. Sure, it's exciting. I think it's exciting. But so is Finals Day. Yeah. You know, if you're let's just say it lowers that you know we used to have the lowers, you know, the Boost Mobile lowers Pro, whoever Hurley Pro yep. lowers. You it would be like this week long thing, extravagant. Yeah, and it would like culminate in this one day, and it'd be incredible because you'd wait for those waves to be perfect. And, you know, it it still had that Super Bowl arena style feeling. Hurrah. Yeah. It feels like they're trying to make it like what Gerlach had with the game. Like this one, like X game style, like, boom, we're going to blow it up. Exclamation point. One day. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. We're going to put some, you know, just, there's going to be a lot more. But it just seems like you kind of like people just forget. I feel like last year's finals was pretty rad. I mean, the waves were good. The intensity level was good. That kind of do or die feeling on the beach was good. I I love the idea of a, a playoffs kind of scenario. Mm -hmm. I think maybe it was a little 
five events maybe is not enough time for people to get their legs under their feet. So right. maybe it should have been six or seven events. Again, like I don't, you know, I I, I come in as a fan when I'm not working the events. Yeah. I'm a fan. Well, I understand your position you know? too. Is like you're definitely and you you know you're in a position where you want to keep your job, so you can't be really critical. So allow me. Well, to Well, I be- can't. No, I can be critical. I can. Mm-hmm. I but I truly. I, I think the first couple days of competition, in my opinion, is pointless to broadcast because non-elimination heats right. are just not that exciting. You have three surfers in the water, all yeah, of them nothing yeah, to lose. Yeah, yeah. So to me, there's ways that you could trim things down. And I don't know enough from the inside to know exactly financially or whatever, you know, time and all that stuff happening. But I know towards the end of the year when you've got like, you know, a bunch of dudes and men and women, uh, very low ranked, and they're surfing non-eliminations rounds. It's just like okay, but like, still, it's on. like it's the allure of the cha- like because we we look at this. I'm looking at this from from my snowboard competition days. Yeah, like the championship tour, the way the CT was in surfing for yeah. a very long time was this super elite traveling. Uh, dream tour a dream tour yeah dream spots dream surfers you fought to get on there your contracts were like you know uh hinging on if you made the ct it was like people going pro in skating now yep. you, this guy makes the ct it doesn't feel like it's like that anymore you know yeah i you know i think uh i think another point too is so after margaret river is where the cut's going to be made from there G-Land, yeah. J-Bay, El Salvador, Tahiti. So it's like... Yeah, that's when it like... Sh- you, know, you go into another gear. Yeah, and then you're, but you're only going to have... A, a, you're going to have a smaller number of surfers. So potentially you have the ability to really... Mm-hmm. And this is a cliche. Pick the eyeballs out of the spot, the mm-hmm. swell. Um, you know, I am a fan of change. I am a fan of experimentation. But I kind of agree with you. I'm like... I didn't see the championship tour as broken. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this huge change might have been a little, maybe a little too much. And, you know, again, I love watching rookies. Yeah, that part, that part's awesome. Who, you know, making their way up there. And, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a bummer if you're a, like, and we'll see what happens after Margaret's, but let's say Connor Coffin, let's say Jiao Chianka. Italo. Um, Italo, you know, it's uh, like Lakey Peterson, um, you know, Steph Gilmore, whoever surfer that you really want to watch and you are excited for, if they're off, does that incentivize you to go watch Challenger Series events? Does that make those Challenger Series events that much more critical? If you, I mean, maybe, maybe yeah. it does. Um, I just, to me, it just seems like it's knowing knowing what it what happened to snowboarding over the years and like how people always try you know it went from um having all of these events you know, vans triple crown of snowboarding you know x games had multiple events you know you had the all these different you know the do tour had like six events right down to like one event where like it's just kind of like invitation right and everyone yeah. just wants it to be like this one thing because they want to package it for television it kind of just seems like it's more of like, look, the WSL knows that they need to start recouping some of this money that they're spending. Sponsors are asking them, we need guaranteed eyeballs on this. The only way you can get guaranteed eyeballs 
is have it be like, okay, well, we need to put this on TV, but we can't put it on TV if it's a week long. Yeah. So it's like this final event that goes down at lowers. Yes, they can they can sell that to whoever. I mean, no one in the U.S. is buying that as far as television goes. It's hard though because you never you don't know when it's going to be on. Right. So and that's I had a hard time watching Bells because like, I didn't Olympics. stay up all night. Look, the Olympics. Same thing. People just didn't know how to do that. But yeah. like I don't know. It just it's sad to me. It's sad for some of the surfers that that you like to watch, and all of a sudden they're not making the cut. And it seems like it's kind of crazy that the you know a couple of the arguably best sur- competition surfers on the face of the planet may not make it into, uh, may not get a chance to come back yeah. in these final uh, final events in places that they could shine. Well, let me tell you who's about to make the cut, okay? Who? Okay. What, ti- what time is our special guest coming? 12.30, 10 minutes. Okay. Um, for the women, the cut line is 10. Just above that cut line, Courtney Conlog, Stephanie Gilmore, India Robinson, Malia Manuel, Tatiana Weston Webb, Joan DeFay, Lakey, Brisa Hennessy, Tyler Wright, Chris Moore. Okay? Right. That means we would lose Gabriella Bryan, Sally Fitzgibbons, Isabella Nichols, uh, Luana Silva, Mona Jane Wong, Molly Picklum. So some Betty Lou. Uh, we're going to lose some great surfers, sadly. Same goes for the men. Here is your current cut line. It's right there above... 21 for now because we have some ties on number 18. So right under the cut line, you got Connor Coffin, Owen Wright, Frederico Marias, Leonardo Fioravanti, and Zhao Chianca. And last year's Rookie of the Year, Morgan Sidlick. They're under the cut line. Right Right above it, Luca Messines, Ezekiel Lau, Jackson Baker, Sammy Pupo, Jake Marshall, Nat Young, Connor O'Leary, Kolohe, Jordy, Jack, Griff, Seth, Miguel, Kayo, Ethan, Italo, Callum Robson. Callum Robson got second at Bells. Mm-hmm. Big performance. That dude, I think we had talked about it for a minute. Giving all his, giving his money to charity. Crazy, dude. Love him. Uh, Baron Mamiya is still hanging in there in that four spot. Tied with Slater. John John, three. Kanoa, two. Felipe Toledo. Your current number one. So, yes, we're going to be losing a lot of great surfers. And, you know, I think the one thing that a lot of people don't, are just kind of a little baffled about is, the Bobby Martinez rant in New York, mm-hmm. we were there, mm-hmm. that was caused in large part due to the one world ranking mid-year cut that pissed a lot of people off back then. Mm-hmm. So I just, I, I I didn't quite understand why they did it again, but I'm open-minded and I'm excited to see what happens. It always so like, well, everyone was complaining about starting the pipeline, right? And there's a big winch happening. Oh, they're starting it at pipe. This is terrible. Pipe starts. It's freaking going off. Nobody's complaining. Right. So I think after markets, we'll have a better idea of what this mid-year cut's going to look I mean, obviously, like. it's going to take uh, some time for people to get used to a new thing, like the, the pipeline thing. Typically, the season or the, you know, the competition year ended at pipe. Right. So it's kind of hard to wrap your brain around starting there. Me- well, like mentally as a competitor, be like, Usually I would be like kind of I would have a ch- month to chill, but you don't, you know, so it kind of just it changes the way that you have to address things. And well, what about this street league? Let's say street league is, you know, kind of like on par with uh, the WSL championship tour. Sure. There's not there's only 10 people in the finals there. Right. And 
snowboarding. How many actual, how many snowboarders will you see on the broadcast, event to event, um, throughout the season? Twenty. Well, it's, it's top top sixteen men, top ten women. Okay, so that's, then that's why does surfing TV. get the luxury of having thirty four? Why can't we have twenty? Like you have to be in the top twenty. You know, it's like F one. Yeah, but that's But that's not how it starts at these events. It's always just that. No. Well, at the you know at the the championship tour, you're you're starting these events after that cut, but with like the Grand Prix. Or see, I don't. It's there's not a lot of open class events anymore, which is a fucking bummer. Because all we have in snowboarding is you have like uh, nationals where the young kids can come up okay. and compete, and they maybe will get an invite into a Grand Prix or something. The U.S. Open was the last truly open class anyone can enter. Yeah, go through the qualifier days, which which were a slog. Everyone had to do it. Yep. Um, you know, unless you were in that top 10, you didn't have to do qualifiers. Yeah. So there's not a lot of those left, but like the Grand Prix is, and that's the feeder series into the Olympics. The, the U.S. Grand Prix, you, you have an open qualifier thing to get a spot in there. You have to have a certain amount of points to be considered. Understand. But like do tour and X Games, that's invite only. Right. And that's, to me, that's kind of, it's a popularity contest. Well, then I'm wondering if, so I know that the WSL and previously the ASP more often than not sides with the surfers. They they let the surfers decide. Do you guys do you want to surf? Do you yeah, guys want to go surfing up, today? But they straight up. But someone who is it? Um, who issued the response that was like straight up? No, Eric. Well, the Eric CEO Logan. Eric Logan. Yeah, I was like. But no. what, what I like about that is it's he's open with it. It wasn't like it was no comment. Yeah. You know, he went on the uh, our friends Ain't It Swell podcast. He went on there. And so what happens? Defended it. What happens if all of a sudden you lose your stars? But I mean, it's like you're not We're going. Some stars. You're not going to though. Like I'm. There's always the dudes. We would always have protests and snowboard events where like, okay, it's like fucking snowing sideways and the pipe is kind of kinked and fucked up. Yeah. And we'd be like, you know, talking about we need let's let's just protest this and do it tomorrow. There's always the dude. That'll be like, no, I want to do it. Or a woman. Or exactly. Yeah. That's I'm just in the general I know sense what you of mean. things. We'll be like, I want to do it today. Yeah. And they'll be the one that ends up going home. Because they're the one yeah. in the 15th place. Right. Like, exactly. I want to go today. It's always kind of that. It's my day. It's always kind of that deal. But whatever. I'm. We're spending a lot of time talking about this. But uh, I don't want to see. I, I, I want to see these people that have fucking fought, given everything to get the chance to be on the Dream Tour for a year. Yeah. I don't, the Dream Tour is kind of not as dreamy as it used to be. It's pretty damn dreamy with some kind spots of. that are coming up. Kind of dreamy. Okay, that one day at Bell's when it was like six to eight feet, glassy, yeah. flawless, that is dreamy, dreamy surfing. And it's funny when you go on uh, you know, the surf blogs and websites and it's like, you just see the headlines. It's like, Bell's disaster. What will what is surfing gonna do next? Like it's over. And then the next one is amazing day of surfing at Bell's best day ever. It's, it's just like you know how that shit goes, dude. Yeah. People are just looking for stuff to whinge about. Just I, like we are right now. I feel like no we haven't talked about the world collective surf world hasn't talked about the WSL as much as they've talked about it in, in the last two years. So in that sense, it's working. Okay. It's that in that sense it's working. We'll see what happens next. Did you see Italo storm the judging tower? No. Did you watch the I Italo, Italo Jack Robinson? I watched Italo focus his board in the locker room. Yeah. And uh, so that was a, you know, there was some judging stuff going on. And, and when I say judging stuff, 
I didn't really see a huge disparaging kind of thing, but I do what, you know, when you go, of course, everyone immediately, the knee jerk reaction is it's because he's Australian. He got the score. When then the next heat, Felipe Toledo, who's Brazil, you know, it's like I just these judges nothing, are not being racist. Nothing, nothing, <laughs> not nothing good ever comes from you storming the fucking judging tower. Well, I don't think he he kind of walked briskly. But I'm just saying, yeah, you know what I mean. Like it doesn't matter what sport. They can't reverse it. No, they're yeah. not going to. And you're just kind of labeled as a dick. And as much as you want to, you know, think that that um, public opinion doesn't come yeah. into judging, it fucking does. I honestly think that if you're about to put a message out there saying the judges are bringing nationality into this, um, let calling me do them it. I'll racist. Do, let me do it. I'm already the guy. It's not. They do not do that. I will be the. I will say there is not a bias no. in surfing, and so that to me is just a big fat cop out. You won't get political. You won't <laughs> you know, get it. That's what ha- is happening. You know, like oh well, the Democrats did, the Republicans. Did. It's the same thing. The in surfing, the judges. I truly believe this are not making decisions based on the flag next to the person's name. If a surfer loses, it's not because of their flag. Okay. Yeah, when they're watching the replays again, it's not to see how dark they are in skin tone. So don't I, like, it, I don't think that's a thing. I don't think it's a thing. So before you go on there on Twitter, on Instagram and say and start saying, "Well, the judges are Australian." But it's like that shit is not happening. It's also by There are close calls and if your person doesn't win, you can cry as always. Cry is free. It's free, right? It's, it's still free. It's free. In 2022? It's free. Cry is still free. But do not blame blanket statement. Yeah, the judges are Australian because it's easier to have to hire judges from Australia. <laughs> they're not you know? Australian; they're international. Well, yeah, but you're just saying. I know. I know. I know. Uh, wow, we're just really bells, huh? Fuck it. it was a saga. Yeah. And then remember the huge smoke came in. The guy was about to get arrested on the beach, and then the FBI agent let him go because he wanted to let him surf oh, one yeah. more time. All this shit happening. Just the uncuffing. I'm stoked to see Tyler Wright back in Tyler Wright form. Fuck yeah. But I think this is going to be a, uh, an event that... Her brother's surfing crazy good, too. Oh, my too. gosh. Both of them. Owen's, like... Yeah. You watch that dude surf, it's like a giant scarecrow with like the best style ever. Yeah. I fully agree. I'd say one of the best goofy footers in the world. Is there any other bullshit happening in surfing? Um... Yes, actually, tons. And there's tons of bullshit. Good can, stuff. Can we happening. talk about the the almost 360 flip in, on a surfboard? Brad Flora at Waco. Waco. Wait, Pretty. what is the new Waco called? BSR Surf Ranch. No, it's not. I think it's called like Waco Surf Ranch. When did they change that? Recently, the wave pool in Texas. It's in Waco, Texas. Yeah. yeah. Sick. So that's pretty crazy. Like he, I mean, he definitely got his feet back on it. It was kind of a lottery flip. Yeah, at first I was when I first saw it. Oh, oh, hold on, Spain. Hello. You keep talking. This is a, our our special guest is coming. Anyways, the three sixty flip in the ocean. We're gonna have a special guest here in about two seconds. He's not from the United States of America. He's gonna be coming in for our skate segment. I'm sure all of this will be cut from the 
podcasts. I've been left here alone with the microphone. I don't, I don't really know what to say at this point. I'm just babbling. Don't really know. I'm just listening to the conversation. I think I think I think he speaks English. It'd be really funny if he didn't speak English. So we're waiting. He's coming pretty soon. Here comes here. here comes Chris. Chris but, is back. Uh, anyway. There. Oh, I see him. Look, I see him right there. Who? Oh my God. Where? We got a crew. This is sick. How many dudes? That's what. That's what. That's what. Oh my God. This is some of the best TV you're about to see. So we should try to pow- power through this stuff before our special, special guests come here. And the snowboard news, <laughs> it fucking started snowing again. Um, there is some cool surf news going on. So you know uh, F1 Drive to Survive, I talk about that a lot. Yeah. So there's a crew that makes that. It's called Box to Box Productions. They did uh, basically put F1 on the American map. It was the biggest global sport, motorsport, but now it's probably the biggest in America, and it's really due to the Netflix show, which is now happening for surfing. Oh, yeah? Same production company is making make or break, all right? Is this kind of like the um, ultimate surfer bullshit? No, no. This is like uh, real, behind-the-scenes, drama, interviews, all this cool stuff. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be a, I watched the trailer. I mean, it's amazing. It's, it looks like it's going to be awesome. Should we do snowboard news real quick? Yeah. What you got any snowboard news? Uh, I'm going to uh, peace park on Wednesday. That's going to be amazing. Holy shit. Winter's back. It took a little bit for it to get here. Winter's but back. Winter showed up, uh, probably about two months late. Right. All the resorts are closing. It's now it's dumping in the Pacific Northwest and across the Rockies and it's crazy and if you have a, if you have a Peeps, which is the, you know it's a brand, oh, the, it's a the brand of trans- marshmallow. No, not with- not the edible marshmallow Mar- bird, but actually the the transceiver. Oh, uh, beacon. Yes, I believe that there is. Is there a recall or something like that going on? A re- beacon I, recall. I definitely saw some wind of that. So check online about your transceiver brand because apparently there's been some. Um, maybe some difficulties in the transceivers transceiving properly. I have no idea what you're talking yeah, about. I'm just telling people. <laughs> anyway, um, but you yeah. You just saved a life, actually, and I'm here laughing. I'm heading to uh, Mount Bachelor on Wednesday, and it's going to be fun. We've got the Bombhole crew. Chris Grenier and I are hosting um, Peace Park. Danny awesome. Davis will be there. It's got a great build. There's lots of snow. And yeah, that's snowboard news. I'm sure there's other snowboard news, but we got to make room for our guests. Yeah, we're 40. I'm looking at we're 46 minutes in. And what have we even talked about? I don't know. Should we push pause? I, we, I, I don't know how to edit it. You pause it and then it's just lost everywhere. Then it's like YouTube part one and, and just, part two. Come together? Well, you would think it would be that easy. Yeah, it's not that easy. Yeah. But we got our guests here <laughs> now. Yeah, we're on. We're going. Come on in, everybody. Hey. You want to talk? Yeah. Hi. What's up? Yo, what's up? How are you? Thanks. Thanks. How are you? Hi guys. Hi. 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 Everybody, what's up? Chris. Danny. Danny. Nice to meet you. 
This is, this is our spot. Guys, here, you guys yeah, can sit. Sit. No, it's What's going on? Funny, he said uh, on top of Lucania glass. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> this is it this this is our shitty podcast oh my gosh well this is exciting we've been talking about our special guests West. coming in jump in they're like yeah this is uh anyway we've got, we got a great production right here yeah we have yeah sure get in there oh my god well two of the I'm right. gonna say what five of the best guests we've ever had. All right, go. Two of the best guests we've ever, ever had right on the on the show. Uh, wait, hold on. This is not. Wait, what? Oh yeah, turn that on. Our producers didn't show up today oh, yeah. again. Yeah, we're live. <laughs> <laughs> Let me make sure. Hey, you guys want to? How you doing? How's it going, everybody? Can great. You, how you doing? Hear, can we hear us? Can you hear? Yes? Can you hear good? I can hear you guys. Great. Nice. Oh, this is awesome. Okay, so well. this is uh, this is really fun for us because. I was hanging out with a guy named Sedge. He does, uh, you know, Red Bull content, makes all mm -hmm. these cool shows happen. And he said, "Do you want matters on your show?" And I was like, "Of course, I do want matters on the show immediately." And he made it happen. So welcome to the Monday yeah. Mass. Yeah. And Thank you. Yeah. Bonus we got, we got bonus. Wes Kramer. <laughs> we got yeah. matters. <laughs> matters apps and Wes Kramer. So uh, you guys are basically matters. You're on uh, a literal world tour with the show skate yeah. tales you got your producer director over here as well gaston, gaston the whole crew's here uh the first season was just awesome yeah. so fun to watch your enthusiasm your love your passion for skateboarding and exploration is just it, it shines through and i know now that you have a the second season in the making correct mm -hmm. so oh, uh, second season is done now we're doing the done. third third, third season. one with Wes. <laughs> oh, shit. oh damn yeah. okay so we're actually Ugh. in the middle of production uh-huh okay so tell me about the first uh the the second season which drops april 20th yeah april 420 on wednesday drops on 420. Mm -hmm. okay Ugh. that's a big we're day. gonna do a little premiere in long beach okay good bar 7 p.m nice and yeah season two Uganda and we went to Boston, Arizona. Where else did we go? Del Mar. <laughs> Del Mar, <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Brazil and we also went to Madrid, Spain to film this freestyle skateboarder. Oh hell yes. No way. Well tell us about Skate Tales. How did this come about? I know you know, you're even before Skate Tales was happening, you know, you're one of these skaters that I just see every time you're like, Oh, he's in Barcelona now, he's in Pacific Beach. Now he's in Florida. You know, you're all over the world all already anyway. So how did yeah. Skate Tales come about and you know, what was the inspiration behind it? Well, it all started with just filming the behind the scenes of the trips that I would regular regularly do. You know, I'd see Wes on the every other trip and then we'd film with my little GoPro camera, try to get the behind the scenes because that's the fun stuff, you know, it's not just trick, 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 spot, spot, spot. It's the also the stories behind the people that do it yeah. and and so i had this show called it's a mad world before yeah mad world man and my friends so, like all this yeah. stuff from latvia and stuff is like the shitty skating on some fucked up rock i remember that yeah. like was oh yeah there's some spots out there skate rocks skate yeah, grass skate there <laughs> skate and then all. yeah and then my friends gaston and danny they thought that they could make the show even better you know so it's not just random back behind the scenes footage of just us fooling around but it's actually with a story so we tell a and story and a budget and a budget <laughs> yeah, yeah. That helps. shout out to red bull for, and, and sedge for hooking it up because 
yeah, we get this chance to go around the world and meet like downhill skaters, freestyle skaters, skaters in Uganda, Ethiopia, and Japan. And uh, I think one of the one of the new episodes coming out, and I don't know if, I don't know what I'm allowed to share or not, but what I what I did see was uh, Fancy Lad Skate Crew. I'm allowed to talk about yeah, this, right? I saw yes. that. I saw that too. Okay, so mm-hmm. Fancy Lad, you visit these guys. This is some of my favorite skateboarders on yeah, the planet. Yeah, that episode Matt is so funny. Like, mm-hmm. so when you're putting these episodes together, when you're trying to figure out where to go, like, what are you looking for? What kind of stories? do you want to tell through skateboarding and well, personalities do you want to show we're looking for the mavericks the outliers <laughs> the, the lovable the, weirdos the weirdos <laughs> you know the the you pe- found one in del mar too yeah That's we great. got one right Straight up. Up. Hey. close by <laughs> one of my favorite skaters for sure but yeah it's just uh, to tell an interesting story of 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 the skater you know because Everybody's got a story and everybody's got a different background and it's interesting to see Ethiopians, Ugandans, and then we went to see the Apaches, the Native American reservation in Arizona, and they got their own skate skate scenes, skate companies, and... Have you always been curious about, like, I guess the world? Have you always been curious about other skate scenes out there? And I I know Latvia is a pretty smaller Mm. country, relatively speaking. Yeah, Latvia is in between the east and the west. So for me, I would always get out, you know. I would go either to Russia or I would go to Germany, England, and Spain, and later on travel the world. But but yeah, always meet all these insane people because skateboarding is like one of the most popular sports, Mm. you know, like foot soccer and skateboarding. So there's a lot of different skaters out there, you know. What's what's one of the more interesting places that you've been as far as like that's kind of blown you away on this journey? On this journey? Well, it was cool to go to to Detroit and visit Dan Mancina. He's a blind skater. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. uh, And... and we had Justin Bishop from Vegas join us, and he's also just like Dan with the same disease. So that's it, was it really makes you think about like when you're having a shitty day. Like, oh, hundred percent. It's unreal, and I can't freaking believe like you watch that footage, and then I mean you're seeing it up close of like how these guys are actually skating ledges and things, like how. Mm. Nah, for real. Is. I've actually I skated a mini ramp with that dude Justin. He was like, he was skating better than us. Like skating a mini ramp blind, just whatever, using a stick, like doing sick like so blunt flips insane. and everything. It was it was insane. Just all like muscle memory. Yeah. Like can't it's, even imagine. It's all time. Yeah, hundred percent. There's so uh, West skates in dark all the time too. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. need vision Yeah, in my dreams, <laughs> right? In my dreams. Yeah. It's pretty wild, you know, I think uh, a lot of us even, you know. Like for myself, working in skateboarding in certain times, you know, you get to have, you get to be in these situations. Um, you know, for me, I I lived one just a couple of days ago. I was doing a I was doing a job for Tech Deck, and I was interviewing Day One, and then part of it was I was going to skate with him. Sick. And I'm doing doubles with Day One, and my Wild. I mean, I'm like Wild. a grown ass man, and I'm just sitting here <laughs> trying to be like. Play it cool. All right. You know, <laughs> doing doubles day one. And so this was a moment where I'm going, oh, my God, like, can't believe skateboarding gave this to me. Do you guys have mm-hmm. moments like that? I mean, I know it, it probably happens all the time when you're sitting on a plane to go to Uganda. But yeah. has there been moments like that recently where you're like, thank you, skateboarding. I can't believe you got me 
to this place or is it, I mean is it just happening like every other day when you go out to film this show well it's happening every other day for sure like always meeting these crazy people but growing up in Latvia learning how to skate going skating every day watching my favorite skate videos and now sitting right here with Wes Right. I didn't, in California? I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't used to know him. I was just like fan. I was a fan of Wes when I was growing up skating. That's and now we're just homies right here, chilling. Yeah. Sitting. <laughs> it's really... Been yeah. homies for like 10 years now, so... More. More than 10. Yeah, yeah. No, I met you like 09. Mm. It's weird the way that shit works out. I mean, to, to the panicking over here, the coffee shop. Like yeah, on yeah. any given day, you roll in there and like half of the Bones Brigade is sitting... They're the eating, eating breakfast. Oh, yeah. Really? No, it's pretty. It's a hub for older okay. skaters these days, dude. You roll wow. in there, you're like, wow, it's crazy. Everyone's Tony going to get coffee yeah. at the Panikin. Yeah, yeah. pretty yeah, much. We get you guys coffee after the Panikin. You know, <laughs> get fired up. The Panikin. Yeah. What's so? What's like? What's your guys' process like? You're doing. Uh, you guys are doing a show together right now. Mm-hmm. Is it kind of like? Do you plan out the day? Do you? figure out a spot to go to something unique about Wes is the subject for an upcoming episode mm-hmm. or is it kind of like show up at Wes's house see what the hell happens that day you guys film it yeah. <laughs> 24 hours of footage later you got to edit that down <laughs> to an hour right. how does yeah. that how does it all work yeah more or less I've been meeting up with these guys over at the Airbnb they've had and either premeditate a loose plan the night before or just literally just show up and blow up like yeah. Couple of days we've been street skating with Dan and the Mafia, hopping in the van, hitting some spots here and there. And other days just getting whatever specific shots of San Diego. Or I took into my favorite burrito spot. You know, like oh, you guys got to get this California burrito. What like, is the favorite burrito spot? Just so um, these people. Yeah, know yeah, yeah. no, it's it's down in uh, Pacific Beach. It's right when you're starting to get in there. Um, pretty much you make the turn to Pacific Beach and it's across the street from the the Wiener Schnitzel. It's called El Rey Moro next to a liquor store. Yeah. Bang. Sorry, spoiler yeah. alert. It's right. Like, yeah. ruin the show. Oh, that it's, was like it's a good, big, it's good. big deal. <laughs> it when you're when you're like you see all these spots, um, obviously you're growing up and there's all these crazy spots in California and like I have a lot of friends that live like in Sweden and Norway and they come over here and they just all they want to do is go Skate tourism. Go, yeah, full skate tourism. Like, I'm sure. Have you been to the ditch, the train tracks ditch in Del Mar? Yeah, we went. Yeah, we had to. Like, people want yeah, to, you know, off the checklist. Is it is it crazy coming over and like seeing those spots the first time? You know, when you first started traveling. Amazing in California, the schools. I really appreciate going, like climbing a fence, going into the school, and all sorts of like perfect handrails, good ground, like picnic tables. Right. Did you so, freak out when you first saw the picnic tables that they're all like they weren't big? They're all like miniature picnic tables. I was <laughs> stoked. I was stoked. <laughs> there are some picnic tables that are higher too. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, homies doing switchback t- back nose blunts, kickflips over picnic tables straight. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, it's gnarly. Yeah, it's wild stuff. Mm-hmm. And so for I know for uh, for for you coming from Latvia, uh, you know obviously it's. You know, I don't want to bring it from like rad skateboarding talk to you know global chaos, but uh, being so close to that, um, what's all happening in uh, you know Ukraine and all that, and I know like you have you, your background, you've mm-hmm. been in and out of Russia a lot of times. Um, being an international traveler, do people 
are they asking you questions a lot? Like, what's it like back home? What, you know, like, what is kind of the message that you're bringing with you uh, as you go around and you're Mm. doing your own thing, you're experiencing the positivity, the joy of skating, but Mm. knowing that in the back of your mind, like, this is happening back there. I know you've been Mm. in and out of that scene. Yeah. Well, I don't have a message that I'm bringing out to people about this, but... I mean, the thing that I say is like, yeah, it's scary, you know, it's scary to be there and my folks are there and if something like that happens at home, then God knows it's going to be terrible. But otherwise, yeah, just support the refugees and uh, help the people out. Actually, my dad has his wife's uh, daughter and uh, granddaughter at their house right now yeah they finally got out of ukraine and so i just had to ask i had to ask you about that because it just seems mm. well we're right around, next door yeah. to russia i'm a quarter russian myself right. i speak the language and and there are a lot of russian-speaking people in latvia and I'm sure yeah. and i respect and love all all people all my friends so yeah. trying to not raise no hate or nothing like that you know positivity mm. believe in the power of love but I like but that. as soon as there's we- as long as there's weapons around, you know, they, yeah. they're gonna be used. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I just, well, I just dipped back into some weird current event stuff. That's oh, alright. God, it's all right. this like the news. Anyway, good <laughs> shit, fun stuff. Uh, you're on the Nine Club. Yeah, that was sick. That yeah. is awesome, and haven't had a chance to dip into the episode yet. Obviously, mm. um, you know, we have this high tech studio right here in Lucadia. But tell us about being on the Nine Club. You probably listened to a million of the episodes. What were your What was your preparation going into it? I haven't listened to oh, really? million episodes. No, I've listened a little bit, little segments here and there, just going to friends' houses. But yeah, it was epic to go there and sit down with a bunch of legendary skaters mm-hmm. and talk to them about Latvia and also promote the Skate Tales. You know, the new show, which the more people see, the more skateboarding love is spread around the world. So that's what I'm trying to do out here. And, and hopefully the more skate tales we get moving yeah, forward. Yeah, more tales. Sure. Seasons, seasons keep coming. And um, what was the question? I was just saying, uh, basically, how was the nightclub? <laughs> how was the nightclub? Well, it was good. We talked a bit, a bit about it. I feel a little bit embarrassed. And it came out like yesterday or today. And I just don't want to look you at don't, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't got to listen to it. I'm sure it was fine. Talk about Uganda, like going there and seeing people that are basically just making a scene happen out of nothing, mm. you know, as far as like, I mean, because there's, like, there's, I forget if it's, is it Uganda that has that, they just built them a skate park and it's kind of like just a back and forth and these dudes, every time you see, like, from one week to the next... They're just going nuts with with progression there. It's, it's pretty funny. One of the guys almost landed a laser flip just last <laughs> last week. Yeah, crazy. That's crazy. But speaking of Uganda, I went to Nine Club, and Chris Roberts was kind enough to donate a thousand dollars towards oh, Uganda Skateboard Society because they need to buy new property, which costs eighteen thousand dollars. And we're looking. We started like a little GoFundMe thing, and. Uh, yeah, so basically their their skate park is at a school, and the school is is gonna expand, mm-hmm. so they need to move out of there. So that's why we're donating money, and for so that's for them to have a new new skate park. I'll Plus, definitely donate. I don't know if I'll do that too, but I but, sure. but there, there's not none of them. Nobody has phones. Like it's strong poverty there. Right. No, 
just getting people, gear, just getting, getting decks gear. and skateboards. Oh, absolutely. You know, but they have decks and and they don't have phones. They don't have access to videos, so they just skate the way they the thing works the way the skateboard works they just step on it and use it grab it jump and yeah. land wherever it doesn't matter there's no rules no yeah no no rules basically that's so rad <laughs> and there's dudes like just figuring out laser flips on their own just yeah. well yeah, that's some insane. of them have seen some videos mm -hmm. but for the most part the first videos that came out of there were just insane goes up transition and grabs the board and goes backflip <laughs> Backflip to flat. So crazy. That's the best. Yeah. We went there and we built a little box for them, a little flat bar. Tyler Surrey from San Diego, he came out. Hell yeah. And we went there and skated the streets and it was amazing, amazing. Did you, now, coming, you know, obviously coming up as a pro skater and you're filming a ton, so you're used to having a camera around, but I've noticed since, you know, way back, the early shows that you did, all the way up until now, you know, the hosting skills. Uh, presenting the shows like you've really you, you know you've really stepped it up you're like the Anthony Bourdain of skateboarding now is it, <laughs> is it something that you kind of figured out along the way and you're going oh okay well maybe this is because a lot of people get in front of a camera and just uh, you know Lock. I can't do this <laughs> I had that that yeah. happened to me you know even with season one for Skate Tales they're just pointing the camera at my face and it's already late at, late at night, I'm kind of tired from skating all day, and they're like, all right, now you have to do the outro or talk about what we're doing now, and I'm just so exhausted, I don't want to talk about it. So <laughs> I was like, I just say it, and then they use the footage, and I'm like, oh, no, that was not good. But season two, I think I did a little bit better and trying to accept it as it is. And it's, yeah, people don't, but, like, people don't know how hard it is until they actually try it. But like, you're, I mean, it's so fun to watch. And I feel like you kind of bring, you bring us along with you on these trips, which is really cool and not easy to do for sure. Not at all, man. It's been crazy for me even just watching the process, man. He's a working, no, working class hero, man. No, it's easy. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, you're handling your biz. No, 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 but this it's guy. just like, you're, you're out there, you're getting your shots, you know, you're in front of the camera all the time. You know, like you're saying, hosting, and it's, dude, I appreciate it. It's and Wes goes switch frontside flip, very I think not, sometimes that's just probably man. easier. Like, I know a lot of people that just, like, they're the gnarliest in the world, their sport, but they get in, a in front of a camera and they just like, lock yeah. up. Complete lock up. So yeah, that happens, man. Not even like, you know, people scared of being judged. Right. I'm scared of being judged. Yeah. That's why I don't want to watch the Nine Club. Because <laughs> oh, people even like, be like, look at that fool over there, you know. That's why every time I every time we do this episode, like about midnight tonight, wake up in the middle of the night. What did I just say today? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's pretty much. Yeah, so just throw it. Like we just don't really talk about, about anything, and then uh, we don't get in trouble or, or anything. Um, so let's. So Skate Tales, you said, comes out on April twentieth, and that's popping. And so you just can't. You're just keeping. You're filling up the. You're filling up the files with more and more shows. Yeah. So season. You, you're calling them seasons. Yeah. Um, and these are out on Red Bull TV and YouTube as well? Yeah. Be dropping everywhere? It's going to drop all at once on the TV, Red Bull TV, and on Red Bull Skateboarding YouTube channel weekly, bi-weekly. Yeah. yeah. Six episodes. And if anybody got any ideas for who we should do the episodes on, please let us know. You know send me a DM oh, or sick. whoever. You know. Yeah. Stoneface yeah, Productions, send, talk to them. 
<laughs> like, down. comment, subscribe. Right. Like, comment. Post. Yeah, oh, so, yeah, we were so where, where's next? Too. So you guys are obviously you're in San Diego right now. Where's your next journey? Are you guys staying in the U.S.? Are you going somewhere else? Well, at the moment, we're looking to come back to the States this summer to mm-hmm. film a couple more episodes. And then, yeah, the ideas are plenty out there. You know, we yeah. want to go more Asia. We want to go back to Japan. And Cuba sounds appealing. Jamaica sounds appealing. Brazil is always nice. Argentina, mm-hmm. Canada, like even Portugal, where I live at the moment. And are you it's living just in, endless. You're living in Portugal. Yeah, I've been there for a year and a half. Oh, wow. So what what brought you there? Well, my girlfriend, she wants to learn how to surf. So she found a job there as a graphic designer. And It's an underrated surf. I mean, everybody knows there's good waves in Portugal, but once you finally get there, you realize that it is like one of mm. the best places in the world to surf. Yeah. There's every, you can surf every type of wave mm. everywhere. Because there's different kinds of waves. Yeah. Okay. And you surf too? I mean, I'm trying. I'm thinking for Portugal is not that good for surfing. I'd rather it's straight I'm, to Nazaré. What do you mean? <laughs> He's there. Come on. <laughs> Paddling out. He's there. I, I need Surf to go. Easy does it. I need like Costa Rica or Peru or something. Someone really warm and tropical. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying. I'm trying. Hell yes. Mm-hmm. I love to hear it. So what, what, what would be the plan for today? Let's say we were able to just jump in the van and go with you guys. What's going on next for Skate Tales today with Wes Kramer in his hometown? Well, Wes's phone is probably popping off. He's like, got a phone? I thought, yeah, flip he, phone? He's got a flip phone, yeah. and that flip phone is just ringing nonstop. Yeah. We tried to do an interview with him yesterday, and he's just like, yo, what's up? Yeah, go on, skate? Yeah, sorry, I'm busy, guys. Hey. <laughs> I'm doing an interview right now. I can't. So the phone's going off, and of it's like 10 people trying to meet up to go skate, get in the van, and skate any area. Yesterday, we did the run, which is like a skate mafia tradition. To do every Sunday. Yeah, the downtown. The uh, it's the you know the San Diego concourse. Yeah. Like the big parking structure, mm-hmm. pretty much like a little um, a little like series of hill bombs that starts like kind of closer to Hillcrest. Like Sixth Street, the, right? Or yeah, yeah, Fifth yeah. and Quince, Fifth and Quince, right there. Like we'll just meet up there every Sunday. We used to do it more. It's kind of phasing out. We had some people move out of town, but we uh, we all met up yesterday and just yeah started bombing from Fifth and Quince to Second and A where the concourse is. And they all got to do the concours, you know. That's sick. Catch the spiral. Hell yes. How, how's your How's your skate mafia saying? Oh, look at that! Straight yeah. into oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Expert level. <laughs> Left above right. You don't have to. Left yeah, you don't have to look. I have to yeah, look. There we go. Tuck the tuck the thumbs. Tuck the thumbs. Sure. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. Oh, I love it. Hey, you see that chain? That's fucking player yeah, right there. I was going to say. Oh, no, he popped it out <laughs> right there. You better know that if you got the chain. Yeah. Is that uh, on loan or did you earn that through the... Uh, I think I bar? earned it. I earned it. Yeah. No, we got to get you your chain, player. Jeez. I gotta, Come I gotta, on. I got to do the hill bomb first. You got to test me. San Diego, man. Come on. You, could, you got it. You got it. Down for it. Down. It doubles with day one, man. Of course you can hill bomb. I know. Now I, now I feel stupid. I was bragging about it. Doubles with day one. This is a moment right here having these guys. Now, now I, I, this is, it's all set up just so I can go home and just brag to my kids. I'm like, you guys know who's on the podcast today? Yep. I'm like Todd Richards at all. Who? Yeah. Uncle Todd again? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let me let me show you a little bit of day one footage. You know? footage yeah. good. Yeah. Well, I'm very excited. Skate Tales coming up. Uh, I know the episodes that you have already locked and loaded are going to blow people's minds for sure. Um, what are some of uh, the highlights that you can tell our people about once uh, 
for the new season that you're excited about you know that i know there's always like moments yeah, in an episode or like <laughs> is there a couple things that you're pretty pumped for people to see but i already watched the fancy lad episode yep and i was laughing halfway through watching that but i'm biased fancy so laugh. yeah that was very fun and then um i guess uh killian martin from madrid to go and skate with a freestyle skateboarder and that guy's he's, he's so insane. Yeah. He was actually part of Circus just the last winter in Finland. He went for three months in the just circus. to do a circus performance, like every day, probably. I imagine. And wow. He's that good, you know. He lands every time, and he's got all these free, crazy freestyle moves. And what's harder, handstand, rolling finger flip, or uh, <laughs> rock kick flip on a fancy lad spring-loaded skateboard? <laughs> Fancy lads harder. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, doing a rock to fake on a spring-loaded skateboard on a rock, <laughs> on a rock, is harder. Radical. Because it's just against physics. Yeah. More against physics. It's not less calculated. Mm. And then another episode that I wanted to talk about was... Uh, let me see. Where did we go? I mean, we so many world travels. It's, you're like pulling the files. Oh, yeah. Felipe Nunes. Okay. Felipe Nunes. The guy that lost his legs on a train. Like trying to hitch, grab mm -hmm. a train. And his episode is also very, very humbling. Like to see how he skates and goes for it. And like, you know, covers of Thrasher. And yes. like, we did a barbecue together. It was, it was a good trip in Brazil. Man, these are uh, like th these are all the moments that you usually hear about in a story afterwards. So right. I'm really stoked that you guys are filming all this stuff. I just I feel like skateboarding is in such a great place, like with the you know inclusivity, positivity, and with shows like this, people like yourselves, both of you, spreading this message that skating is for everybody. There's no barriers to it. There's no borders to it. Um, you know, I think that beyond the really fun skating that we get to see and the interviews and the personalities, the message that you're spreading of just like the joy that this brings to all these corners of the world is really cool. So thank you for doing that. Thank you to the Skate Tales crew for doing all that. I think the show is actually very important. You know, I think people need to see this kind yeah. of stuff for sure. These days, for sure. Yeah. 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 So that's the message. Yeah. Thank you guys yeah, for doing for, it. For and for all of you in. out there, Skate Tales Season 2 coming out. April 20th, if you're not in the vicinity of California and you can't go to the premiere, go to your computer or go to your television and watch it because Monitors and the crew has been working very hard to uh, bring you awesome skateboarding. Come up, come in to the, uh, into our um, frame. Yeah. We're seeing, say what show, show off the whole yeah. crew. The crew, come in. Yeah, yeah, where's the crew? We got the crew. Immediate. We got the skate, skate Tales crew right here. Stoked to have them. Our special Stuff bonus thing, guest, Wes Kramer here. Come in tight. Get in tight. Hey, hey. Grab that. Yeah, yeah, we got yeah, that. Sick. Hell yeah. Thank Thanks, you guys, guys so much for coming Thank on the Monday you. night. Thank you. Thank you. An action sports podcast about nothing. There but today go. it was about something because we had people we actually here. Had guests Real people. Yeah. Yeah, well, hey, thank you guys so much. Thanks, man. best. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. All high fives all around. Yes, yes. Sorry, you guys. You guys all there? What up? You guys still clocked in? This is real. Yeah, we, got, we have to, uh, I don't know if we're clocked in Are we anymore. done? Yeah, Are we we're done? done? I think we're done. I think we're pretty much yeah, done. Yeah, we're done here. Yeah, we're <laughs> good. Fucking A. Good to Let's see you. Let's check this out. All right, thank you, everybody, for watching and listening.